Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 125. A more kid-friendly, cartoony, cutesy, animated version of Wolf Den Live that is much more focused on humor than it is the gritty, serious stuff you're used to us talking about. You didn't say the CalArts style. I was waiting for a CalArts I already thing. said that to you, so I didn't want to say it again. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's going to be in the Cal Art style, which is apparently a thing. It's going to be super kid-friendly and cute and merchandising out the wazoo. Not like the very serious and dark and gritty original Wolf Den Live. Right. Yes. How that was. That was very dark and serious and gritty. Hello, David Jew. Hello, Fentech. Hello, Mr. Brockrock. Hello, Kate. Hello, Donald. Hello, Little L. Hello, Colin. Hello, Dank Bob. Hello, everybody. Hello, anyone and everyone who is here. Um, so tell me about how you stumbled upon this CalArts style I was I was reading an article about uh, Thundercats Roar, the new upcoming cartoon reinvention of the Thundercats. Um, and it had mentioned that it is done in what has been dubbed the CalArts style, which is just basically a style that is derived from uh, that they teach at California Arts College or whatever the hell it's actually called. Yeah. Yeah, Cal, yeah. Cal Arts. Cal Arts, yeah. Which is, yeah, I guess yeah. that's short for California that, Arts. Yeah, Cal, Cal Arts is a college where like a lot of famous animators come from. It's really a Disney recruitment college. All the new cartoons have been coming from people from right. Cal Arts specifically. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, like a lot of the people who study at Cal Arts don't necessarily work on those shows specifically. <laughs> it what, just. What do you mean? It, they don't necessarily work on shows like. Thundercats Roar and Teen Titans Go. Oh, yeah. And... Oh, oh, you're just saying that this style was developed from people at CalArts. Right. And That's they're not... using that style. Right. The, I've, apparently, the term uh, originates uh, from John, and I always pronounce his name wrong, not that it matters because he's apparently a scumbag, uh, John Kay, the creator of Ren and Stimpy, and the guy who was recently accused really? of... Yeah, he was recently accused. No, I know that, but I didn't know he <laughs> developed the style. No, he developed the name of it. Oh. Okay. He's a very, like, hard-nosed, animation is one way and one way only type of guy. Like, any right. variation of it is wrong. So, like, he called it the CalArts style as an insult, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, but people kind of ran with that. Yeah, I mean, like, some shows do it well. Like, uh, Steven Universe is very good. Gravity Falls is an amazing show. So what do you think about Thundercats adopting I, I have no... It's surprising. I mean, I, I was never really a Thundercats fan. So, like, I really have no, like, horse in this race. Oh, okay. I, wasn't I mean, sure I understand why... Yeah, your Thundercats allegiance. I wasn't sure No, no. I mean, I, I never really got into Thundercats. Um, but, like, I understand why people are upset. I mean... I experienced this with Teen Titans Go, although I've softened to it recently. Um, yeah, there was a, a Thundercats cartoon like four years ago that nobody watched, and now there, and that was like more in line with the original. But now everyone's mad. Yeah, I, I saw all the the only thing I saw were the tweets from animators defending the style. Yeah, saying that you know like uh, everybody's saying all cartoons now look the same. Meanwhile, all cartoons from the eighties and nineties looked exactly oh, the yeah. same. Um, so. Yeah, I, I mean, whatever. It's I don't really yeah, care about Thundercats. <laughs> I mean, I understand why people are upset, but at the same time, like, this is not a big deal. You know, it, just be happy that Thundercats is on TV again. I don't like all the changes the Ninja Turtles went through. Rise of the Ninja Turtles doesn't look very good. They all look wildly different, and I'm not cool with that. Yeah, it's, it's more than that, though, because it's like, it's, it's, that is specifically playing up, like, the 
wacky humor aspect of it that you know it's yeah the turtles are funny but like the the original nick series the cg one like that was really good because it like had a really good undercurrent of drama and relationship issues in that right so anyway yes let's talk about uh people getting banned on the nintendo switch let's do it uh where is my stuff here we're going to our our friendos over at Nintendo Enthusiast. Of course, I closed the keep. <laughs> of course you did. Nintendo is officially smacking the ban hammer on Switch hackers. Now, if you remember a few weeks ago, we talked about Switches getting hacked, and we said, don't do it, you're going to get banned. Yep, Guess and what? you're getting banned. You're getting banned. Uh, the Nintendo Switch hacking scene has been growing steadily since the console launch last March, just as members of the public have been, say- have been paying... What? Just as members of the public have been paying attention, Nintendo itself has too. There have been only a few system updates pushed to the Switch so far. That's not true. There's been like a ton. Yeah. But a lot of them have included security changes, especially the major 5.0 update. Now, that's how you know there's been a ton. Yeah. Because there's five. Yeah. At least in a, at in least, a year. At least five in a year. Yeah. And what's Sony's, I think it's only like, like four. Five point something. I mean, they update a lot too. But yeah. But I mean, updates. yeah, compared to this. I, I guess Nintendo just views them all as big updates. Yeah. Uh, 5.0 update, which launched a few weeks ago. Now, now Nintendo is taking a more direct approach in its efforts to thwart hackers. A few hackers have tweeted out that their Switch units have received a ban from Nintendo, which which blocks the units from accessing any online services. The ban is identified as error code 2124-4007. You got that? Right? Got it all that. Got it? Yep. Which carries the description, the use of online services of this console is currently restricted by Nintendo. Check out this photo from Twitter user Shiny Quaz- Quags Quagsire, like Quagmire, but Quagsire. No, excuse me. He's got a he's got a furry, but uh, <laughs> showing their band system. The interesting thing is this user's own. This unit user owns multiple systems, and the band carries over to a unit that wasn't even exploited. He says, "Huh." 2124-4007 on my not hacked switch. Wonder what that's about. And then he said, and then he posted a, a picture of the error message. Picture of the error yeah. message, yeah. Which I'm trying to pull up, but of course it's bringing in another window. So we'll just wait for my slow ass computer. Any, All right. Any, any minute now? <laughs> uh, as you can see, the error code does encourage the user to get in touch with Nintendo's customer service. This person did, and the answer they got was a still a definite ban pointing to the reason being that the hacker violated the end-user licensing agreement that they accepted upon first powering on the system, something that everybody must do. And then below that is a, the email response from Nintendo. So the error code says, use, you, the use of online services on this console is currently restricted by Nintendo. Then it says, please contact customer support via the Nintendo support website and quote this error code. So they're mm-hmm. telling you, if you want more information, get in touch. Right. And we'll talk all about it to you. And then so, that's the email, which is basically said, sorry, we can't do anything. Thank you for patiently awaiting for a reply on your situation. Unfortunately, given the information you provided, we will be unable to cancel the ban on your system. And he, he wrote, K. <laughs> In addition to this user, another person that goes by the Twitter handle, Michael dash Skyrism. Michael. Michael also admitted their system has been banned. 
He said, hey, one of my consoles finally got banned. These finally. People, these people could care less. I know, yeah. Uh, going back to the point made before, notice that shiny Quags, Quags, Quagsire <laughs> mentioned that he owns multiple units and the error code popped up one, uh, one that wasn't exploited at all. This shows that Nintendo recognized a connection between the person's multiple units and banned them completely. It's unknown if this ban is on an IP address level, or perhaps it could be from the person using the same account across multiple systems. However, which way Nintendo figured it out, this shows that the company is certainly taking action against hackers. I would say that it's definitely the account. Yeah. Whatever switches have that account signed on, that switches get banned. But then... Uh, if that account is on a switch that was hacked, is that switch also banned? Too? So, he, so here's the deal. Yeah, you have your account on my switch. Correct. I never took it off for posterity's sake. Yeah. Um, you have your own switch. Yes. If with your own account on it, right? Also. If you hack your switch, I think my account, my switch gets. If you if you hack your switch and it gets banned, I think my switch gets banned too. Because my question is, this art, according to this article, only one switch is banned, and it's the one that wasn't hacked. Is that account on a switch that was hacked? Is my question. It doesn't make this. It doesn't. I don't make it clear. think he specifies. Yeah. Let me finish the article. This okay. really isn't a surprising move from the big N. Hack systems have been banned from before from using online services such as what happened last year with some 3DS units. Moral of the story: hackers are technically quote free to do whatever they want, but that doesn't mean the parent uh, companies will approve. And that's that. Yes. Um, I want to go into his Twitter account okay. and see if he said anything since then. I'm sure there's a lot more information than what's in this article. It's my computer's going so slow. Oh, and my Chrome tabs are crashing. Cool. <laughs> a lot of people are upset about this ban. I mean, I don't think they should be. I feel like they knew this was coming like, or this was the, a possibility. The hackers aren't upset. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they... They are not surprised at all. And I don't think they should be. I yeah. mean, they hacked their switches. They they knew this was they they knew the that that's dangerous. Yeah. Know? They're they're treading on also when you hack your switch, you risk bricking it completely. Yeah. So these people who hacked their switches already were already worried about ruining their switch yeah. by their own hand. So the fact that Nintendo is just disabling online services mm -hmm. they're used to this sort of thing you know yeah the people who are getting mad are people who aren't even yeah involved at all they're just like oh man you should be able to do whatever you want with your system and you can do whatever yeah. you want with your system just to you know be aware of the consequences nintendo also doesn't have to let you use their online services yeah. <laughs> so that's that i mean like we and we said we warned everybody we said you know do not yeah do not uh don't do this if, if, if you want to keep your Switch, basically. Uh, yeah, this guy's tweeting a lot about the hack. Yeah. Um, guess I'm wiping my 1.0.0 and using that now. Oh, well. Would be nice to get a Ma Marco in the future as well. I needed more excuses for that. I don't know what that means. Uh, May 22nd, he said, Banning status update. Another unit in our circle banned. This one didn't touch HBL, but it's cert messed with CD, CDN, so it's probably isn't Libinx error. I don't know what that. <laughs> half, this isn't English. 
I guess we'll know if those end up causing bans or not at some point. I'm a little confused about this, though. My console wasn't banned on May 8th, and between then and Saturday, it got banned. If so, was CDN in... Oh, sorry. If it was CDN, it would have been retroactive. I was bit too busy with school during that time. Could just be one of my many triggers, though. Hard to really know. So he doesn't even know. So we we don't we still don't know if it was on yeah. multiple accounts or what. I mean, if he, it, I'm just assuming that he had the same account on both consoles. Right. Because why wouldn't you if you had mm-hmm. two consoles? Um, unless unless. I don't know. An IP ban sounds totally ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like for Nintendo to search, like, again, like, what if we lived in the same house and I hacked the Switch and then yours gets banned? That's ridiculous, yeah. you know? I understand a little more if you have that account on multiple Switches. Mm-hmm. That makes a little more sense. But, like, how do you know that your little brother's hacking their Switch? Yeah. You know, that's, like, a little ridiculous. Um, oh, now I'm in the chat seeing what do people have to say here. Uh, Elite Natsu Games. In order to not get banned, they need to disconnect the Switch entirely from the internet. My friend did this. That's also a good idea. Yeah. But then you can't use the online services. So yeah. So. Might as well just get banned. People are also reporting that you can still get updates and stuff, like onto the Switch. That's weird. Yeah. So you just can't use the other online services. So, I mean, it makes sense. Like, yeah. you have a... You, you, like, people are... People were, I heard that people were then um, uh, cheating in Splatoon 2 online because yeah. because then you can, you can hack, you hacked the Switch, now you can hack the right. specific games. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it makes sense to, to disable it. I mean, I don't agree or disagree. I think Nintendo is completely within their right. And right. Um, I think that you should see that coming when you're hacking your Switch. And I'm a, I'm a man who had a jailbroken iPhone at one point. There you go. And I always rooted my Android phones. Uh, Waldem says, good, your voice sounds great this time, Bob. Thank you. I'm trying <laughs> to eat the mic as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, Zone Play says, how can I send a super chat? Uh, try YouTube gaming. Gaming.youtube.com. Or uh, do, uh, eh, what's it called? Uh, download the app. Yeah. There's also donations. Uh, and there's, if you look at the description, there's donations. Um, nobody's re- up in arms in the chat as much as I thought they would. Yeah, I don't think, you know... People like... I think our audience is a very smart, intelligent audience and they understand oh, that's what it is. <laughs> that <laughs> something, something like this is inevitable if you know, you're going to try and fight the man. Uh, Hansblad, Hansbald says, in the next month or so, Team Executors releases their new chip, enabling full piracy on all switches. Nintendo already lost. I don't know about that, though. They're banning them. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know. They seem to be on top of things with this one. Grimhane, disconnecting it entirely sort of defeats the purpose of not being banned. I saw him in the, 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 um comments in a reddit chain oh yeah it's a grim hand nice and i said hey that's the homie yes i know him (laughs) uh so i mean if you're going to have a switch like let let, a lot of people want to hack it so they can get emulators and stuff right like eventually one day that's not a thing that you could do yet but eventually one day it would be kind of cool to have a second switch 
not online at all. Yeah. Just for emulators. Right. That would be kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Just use a separate account. Nintendo has never been cool with emulators, though. So, and they're very protective of their stuff. So, I, I this doesn't surprise me that they would do something like this. And, like, they shouldn't be so, you know, scorched earth about it. But it doesn't surprise me that they're, like, being very cautious about, like, protecting their product like this. K Lexus, thank you for the Twitch Prime sub. Thank you. Uh... Duncan, I follow the Switch hacking scene really closely. A lot of people have been saying that. Uh-huh. Like, whenever I talk about something, people it's... go, I'm in the... I, I, I have been following this very closely. <laughs> and it's, anyway, it's basically people who are using a program on their PC to access their eShop purchases and download them from Nindy's, Ninty's service. So, stealing? Basically, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> basically, people who are using a program on their PCs to access their eShop purchases and download them from... Oh, but well, their purchases. purchases. Oh, yeah. So, not, so it's not so stealing. So it's not stealing. Yeah. So, then, so what's the purpose of that then? To get it on the computer? It might be another way to get it on your Switch. To get it on your account. Like, it, it sounds like it's a way to bypass... Yeah, what are you bypassing in that way? Like the region lock. Not that there's region locking on the Switch, but like to access another region. You could do that already, though. Right. Just get, make another account. I'd like to know what that's bypassing. Uh, Hansbald says, again, only a few people got banned, and they said they send wrong and impossible requests to the CDN. This is going to be the 3DS all over again. People that hack online and stuff like that will get banned. Yes. Humpty says... I'm going to get a uh, used second Switch and hack it. Then I'll pirate every single player game on it. <laughs> You're the problem. <laughs> Venetech says, no, they aren't stealing. They are downloading the content to the PC to load it on a Switch or use it in a Switch emulator. So they're buying the game. But instead of downloading it directly to the Switch, they're having it on their PC first. Okay. To either download so to their this Switch is the problem. or emulate. This is the problem. They're doing it perfectly legally within their right. Right. However... With malicious intent, because they're trying to, th that will open it up for other people to right. do to get the games for free onto mm -hmm. their computer or onto their Switch, right? Or build Switch emulators on the PC. So they're perfectly within their right to do it until they make that emulator or or make those games available to other people for free, right. which is how I don't see how that couldn't how that wouldn't be their intent, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so like, which I mean, if you're stealing games, that's or putting them up on the internet for free. Yeah, Nintendo could sue you or freaking throw your ass in jail, depending on how many games you put up there. Yeah. Um, but I'm not saying that. That's a little ridiculous because these people are probably like, who knows? Like the one guy who got hacked was complaining about how he had seven hours of homework. Yeah. <laughs> so like, don't throw him in jail, but like, you know, don't be surprised when your switch turns into a yeah. brick. Is all I'm saying. Um, I guess that's all we. I guess that's all we got to say yeah. about freaking the switch bands. Just mean, like be careful if you're gonna hack your switch. Yeah, preferably don't. But just know what you're getting into. Should we stay on Nintendo for a minute? Well, uh, it's funny you say that because Zone Plays really wants us to talk about the dockless switch that Japan is right. selling. That was the next. So let's topic. talk about the PS4 life cycle. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dockless Switch was on my was next on my list. Yeah, it's on my list too. This but... is Nintendo everything. Nintendo yes. now selling Switch systems without a dock throughout oh, its official oh, Japan. Do you live in Japan? I don't actually. Oh well, are you looking to purchase a second Switch system for your household? Then Nintendo has a new sales pitch for you. Are you on the Japanese Nintendo site? No. Because I am, and I have it translated to English Oh, through Google Chrome. Can you copy and paste that link for me? Yeah. While I read this, the Japanese My Nintendo Store is now letting customers purchase a system that only comes with the console, Joy-Con controllers, and Joy-Con wrist straps. I wish I wish it also didn't come with wrist straps. <laughs> I can, I can kind of see why it came with wrist straps. It does not include the dock, Joy-Con grip. Oh, Joy-Con. Okay, I'm, I'm happy yeah. it doesn't come with a Joy-Con grip. Oh, it doesn't come with an AC adapter or HDMI cable. AC adapter is important. This, that's a thing that they do in Japan, though. They don't sell their portables with a charger. They didn't yeah. do it for a lot of the DS products either. Yeah, after a while, uh, the new 3DS. Even the, the original 3DS didn't come with a charger. Well, I'm saying... The DS Lite didn't come with a charger. In America, the new 3DS XL right. didn't come with a charger. But in that, America. That's the thing they've been doing in Japan for years. Right. Is not right. sell their portable with and a charger. And their excuse was, you probably have one already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Nintendo's the- kind of assuming that you have a Switch already. But you need, if you have two switches, you're going to want two AC adapters. I guess because it's USB-C, theoretically, it's easier to get a charger. But it's really important to have the charger that comes with the device. Yes. It's very important. Like, if you have a new phone, do not use an aftermarket uh, uh, charger more than, like, once a week. (laughs) You do that, don't I you? Do. you I do. I do totally like do that. Too. Yes, do not. Absolutely. It, it's very bad for your battery to do that. Your phone's been kicking it, though. You got the iPhone 6. Yeah, so I got I got a update. How's your battery? Terrible. Oh, well, then never mind. Yeah. And that's your problem. Well, I've had the phone for like three years now. Three, four years now. So, like, I need it's to... It's about time for the battery, Yeah. Though. I have the iPhone 7 Plus. Yeah. And the battery's been phenomenal forever because I'm great. Everything about me is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this new option is priced at 24,980 yen. That's so many yen. That's about 250 bucks American. <laughs> uh, the official store page for the Switch is blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, I will. You you gave me the link right Yeah. The, the headline is, how about a Nintendo Switch for yourself? Oh, I would love N- that. Nintendo Switch second set appears in my Nintendo store. So it, they are calling it. This bundle of Nintendo Switch second set, which is interesting. Although the Nintendo Switch is already in the home, keep in mind this is a Japanese website translated into English through Google Chrome. <laughs> uh, oh, mine's not translated. How do I get? How do I do that? This should pop up automatically. Translate. It didn't though. Oh. Okay, just go. All continue. right. Although the Nintendo Switch is already in the home, other people use it, and you cannot use it. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I get it translated? <laughs> I'd like to play with my brothers in battle and cooperative play with two peop- two players. I want to take a closer look in my room. What? <laughs> is it not? <laughs> I'm having a good time. Uh, that's good news for those who say, I want a Nintendo <laughs> Switch for myself. Start handling Nintendo Switch second unit at today's My Nintendo Store today. 
For customers who already who already have ordinary Nintendo Switch, it is a product that made it easy to purchase. And yeah, it's, it goes on to say um, what it includes: the system, two Joy Cons. Uh, it looks like it's only the blue and red Joy Cons, not the gray what ones. What is this? I don't know. <laughs> well, scroll down to read read the transla- oh, oh keeps the magic going translation. Keeps- yeah. Uh, pattern added to Nintendo Switch customization of my Nintendo Store. Joy-Con left neon pink and Joy-Con right neon green were added to customization. It is the reverse pattern of Joy-Con left neon green and Joy-Con right neon pink, which you have chosen. What? So, 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 so does this mean that you can get, uh, so you buy the Switch with the left and, with, with the Splatoon colors, and then you can get the joy-con reverse it sounds like you can customize the joy-con color on the switch that you're buying or or I as guess. an accessory separately i guess i didn't read this far down well read it all right pattern added to switch customization on my nintendo store with with this finally you can now combine left left and right pink and left and right neat, uh green with this feeling how am I I'm gonna? I'm gonna spit out my coffee. How am I supposed to make any sense of this? With this feeling. By the way, there are uh, 1,372 patterns of customization. You are sure to find your own customization. It is also possible to actually try customization on this sales page. So, so it is fun to try looking for your favorite color. Cool. So it just sounds like the the Nintendo Japan has like a customization section where you can like customize the Joy-Con colors you get. Which, that's cool. In my Nintendo store, you can purchase the colors of Joy-Con and Joy-Con straps of the Nintendo Switch freely combined. Uh, you can purchase seven colors. You can purchase seven colors of Joy-Cons and seven colors of Joy-Con straps. Your favorite color combinations. So this, so I, I remember this being a story. Um, back in August, yeah. they announced that in Japan, you can customize your Switch. Oh, so. that's so cool. So it is for the Switch console. Yeah. In Japan only. Uh, yeah, you can. It looks like you can get. You can choose from, uh, black, neon red, neon blue, neon yellow, neon green, neon pink, and regular red for both. Oh no! For the grips, it's black, gray, red, blue, yellow, green, and pink. So what they're saying in this particular announcement. Mm-hmm. With the dockless switch, which we completely blew past. Yeah. They're saying that now... You, the Splatoon colors are available. Reversed. Available in reverse. They were right. already available. But oh. now you can get... Like, you can only get green in the left Joy-Con originally. Okay, now I got you. Can you can also get it in the right. I got you now. Well, I mean, I would, that, we need that. That would be awesome. Yeah. Imagine being able to... Like, because now... Well, what we have to do here in America, us, us stupid little... Uh, yeah, underprivileged Americans. We have to buy the Joy Con separately. Yes, yeah. have, like I got the gray Joy Cons, and I'm like, oh, I want the red ones now. I need to buy the red yeah. ones. So, or if you want the red ones, you got to buy the Joy Con. Well, yeah. no, you can you could just buy the Odyssey. Yes. Anyway, um, but yeah, so in Japan, they're selling the Switch without a dock. Do you think they'll do this in America though? They should. Two fifty? Is that what it is? Is it actually two fifty? Uh, it's about that. Well, let's. Well, let me look up twenty five hundred yen. 20, yeah. And to USD. 230. Oh, wow, cheaper. So, so they'll probably so, sell it in America for about 
What was what's the switch originally? Thirty. The switch originally is uh three hundred. No, no, uh, an American. Japan. Oh, in thirty thousand yen, right? Yeah, something like that. What it says on there? I think so. Because uh, that's only two seventy three USD. Yeah. So, yeah, about two fifty probably. Probably be about two. If they sold it in America, it'd probably be about two fifty. I yeah. think that's too much. It does sound like because they sell the dock for ninety dollars. Like, that's all. That's ninety dollars is so much. Yeah. I hate how much they sell the dock. For. Yeah. But you're also not getting an AC adapter, which is very important. I think if they sell it in America, they will sell it with an AC adapter. The AC. Well, they didn't with the. New 3DS XL, but just the new 3DS XL. Everything else, they all sell. the other 3DSs though. After that, they they didn't sell it with the. I'm pretty sure they. Didn't I'm sell pretty sure the, the 2DS, the new 2DS XL comes with a adapter. A bunch of 3DSs didn't come with it after. after it wasn't just the new. It wasn't just my Monster Hunter 3DS XL. It was a bunch of. Th- it was a bunch of 3DS consoles. They were like, screw it, we're not selling it with the freaking adapter. Let me look that up because I think you're wrong. Okay. Um, but what other ones were there? There's the 2DS, which apparently came with it. Yeah. Which makes the, sense. The new 2DS XL came with an adapter. The And then there's the new 3DS. I'm pretty sure that came regular. with an adapter. I don't think it did. Well, let's see. Yeah, that's really the only other one that there is, is the yeah. 3DS, the regular 3DS. Because the, the regular 3DS is all came with an adapter. Right. Yeah. People were upset about it, though. Well, yeah. because you were very vocally upset about it. Well, yeah, because it should come with an adapter. AC what? adapter. New 2DS XL comes with an adapter. Uh, f- new 3DS XL does not. Uh, the Just the regular 2DS comes with an adapter. So yeah, just the new Nintendo 3DS XL. Is there no it doesn't new si- 3DS? It doesn't list it on Nintendo's site. Oh, maybe it doesn't exist in America. It's possible. It didn't for a while. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they released it after a while. They did. Or it might have just been special editions. It might not have been the actual shebang maybe well bob's wrong again everybody give the will up folks everybody wants our e3 predictions They're like spam in the chat that's E3 like predictions. we can do that next week because yeah that's the next, yeah, week, that's thing, the next right? week thing like, guys relax usually we do it like the week before uh new 3ds according to wait is this even american no that doesn't look american i've never seen that before my yeah life. it's got mario on the cover i would know what that is it says ac adapter sold separately oh no i think it is american Sometimes they don't sell it with the adapter. It's unclear with yeah. <laughs> what's going on. SJR5991 with the $5 super chat. What is a game you guys hated slash no interest in, but did a 180 after playing it? Recent one for me is Mario Rabbids. Love your content. Keep it up. Uh, definitely not Mario plus Rabbids. <laughs> it was definitely not that. Um, had no interest in and then liked it. I, I typically don't play games that I don't have an interest in. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's The one. only... I stand true to the only game that uh, changed my opinion of it at the end mm-hmm. was Bioshock Infinite. Okay. Like, I thought, I was like, this is an okay game until the end, and I was like, this is an amazing game. Yeah. Um, I don't know what game I didn't like and then came around on. I'm trying to think. I, I really can't think of any. Another one, Payday 2 for the Switch. Yeah. Um, I was not about it until, like, a couple missions down with like some friends and i was like all right this is i get why people like this but i still don't really like it that much actually now that i think about it uh bully on the ps2 i not that i wasn't i wasn't interested in it, i was interested in it, but like i was playing it and i was very lukewarm towards it mm-hmm. but as i played it more and more i started to like get it and started to like understand what it was trying to do and like i appreciate it a lot more for what it mm-hmm. was 
I know those are very boring answers, but yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah, we were talking about the duck. Yeah. Um, I th- I think it's a good idea because a lot of people don't need the duck. Yeah, I, I I like never use the dock. You never use the dock. James has never. I, I used the dock once when I brought it on vacation, but like that was it. But you need an AC adapter. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah, I in fact I highly recommend you go you buy a second AC adapter. Like I think two and AC adapters are not easy to get for the switch. Yeah, because if you get an aftermarket AC adapter, it could break your switch. Yeah. That's why like, I'm afraid to get an aftermarket AC adapter from Switch. Uh, they're 30 bucks, I think, for an aftermarket. Yeah. Uh, no, for, for, for a, an official. Official. Which isn't expensive. No. But they're, yeah, they're just hard to come by. It's very important that you use the official one. Yeah. Uh, even if you have an after... A lot of aftermarket docks don't come with AC adapters, yeah. which, is, which sucks. And you need the official one in order to even dis- output... In order for it to work, in order yeah. for it to display out on the dock, you need the official switch. Well, unless you have the Nyko one or the um, the Insignia one. Yeah. And the Insignia one works good, but the Nyko one, just throw that thing in the garbage. I, I'm not one of the, like, I'm obviously not like you. I have no problem using an aftermarket adapter, even if it's cheap. Um, I have no problem doing it on vacation. Yeah. Because, like, it's a pain in the ass to unplug everything from yeah, my yeah. setup. But like specifically with the switch, with all the stories about it breaking cons, like breaking consoles and stuff, like I just I want the official one, so right? I don't, so that doesn't happen. Uh, I would be okay with two fifty in America if it came with an AC adapter. But if it was if if it's just the dock being out, I don't think that's worth it. Yeah, I think two fifty is too much for for the dock and the AC adapter being being out and the, yeah. the grip the grip the well it's not the ch- it's not a charging grip it's just it's just literally like a yeah. holder so that's probably like a 20 dollars right there it's 20 dollars though yeah it's a lot you know yeah true 90 dollars for the dock mm-hmm. and the and the and the ac adapter yeah and then 20 dollars for the grip or 10 let's say 10 that's 100 yeah. still it's 100 um, yeah so they can like 200 dollars they could sell the switch for without all that i mean i get they're trying to like yeah you know Gouge. They're trying to just give you a deal without giving you too much yeah. deal, you know. All right. So I, I, I think it's a cool idea, but it should be a little bit cheaper. Yeah. Or throw in the freaking AC adapter. That's that kind of pisses me off. Uh, Ian Quinn. I just keep my dock and AC adapter in an easy to to each easy to reach spot when I need to pack it. Um. Yeah. No, I have to undo my setup every time. Yeah. And we have like five switch docks. Don't know where any of them are. Still can't find them. <laughs> I still have my one like somewhere. And then like the one that came with it, I just have in a bag in case I need to take it with me. I have to, uh, no, yeah, I have to undo every time I need to bring the charger with me. And yeah. I have all of these USB-C chargers because of this. Yeah. And they're just, um, you know, I, mean, I don't mind using my MacBook charger. Yeah. But you can't use the MacBook charger with a dock. Speaking of which, is there a lightning cable lying around? Because my phone is dying. <laughs> Um, if you have to get up to get it, don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, right there. Hold on. All right. I got to get up to get it, though. Well, you, all right. Well, you do that. I'll also say, because you, you'll appreciate this. Uh, my Apple Watch, for some reason, like, had a low battery today. And I'm not happy about that. Is this yours? No. Why would this be mine? I don't know. Your phone was dying the other day, and you plugged it into the battery. The RAV Power battery, which we will talk about later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know where you would have gotten it. I from. keep one in my other bag, but I, my other bag is upstairs. You should check that other bag to see if there's a cable in there because that might be that cable. Maybe. I don't know. I got cables coming out the wall. a lot of messages going in. I hear it. I do. I do. Because uh, I've, I've been invited for ice cream 
right now. And I, tell him to bring it. <laughs> I'll take a mint, a, a double scoop mint chocolate chip. Uh, good times. Um, Dylan, I agree with Will. The dock is so portable and sucks when I want to travel. The dock, the dock is, is so, so not, not portable. portable. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. No, I mean, that's why, you know, I look into all these other dock options. Yeah. I mean, I had, when I travel with it, I got like the Amazon Basics Switch travel case that you can take everything in. So, and it's as good. It's really inexpensive. All right. Now we can talk about the PlayStation's life cycle. Okay. You actually put this in here. I did put this in here. Uh, it's it's a two two part article. So the first one being that uh, the Play, PlayStation CEO John Codera has pretty much said that the PS4 is entering the end of its life cycle. Uh. F- where is it? Three years ago, Andrew House, then CEO of the PlayStation division, said that 2015 was the beginning of the harvest period, which in business terms, a uh, harvest period refers to the phase where the products in the product's life cycle when a company reduces investment to reap maximum profit. Uh, t- today, which was, I believe, technically yesterday, uh, current PlayStation CEO, John Codera, said that the PS4 is entering the final phase of its life cycle, according to the Wall Street Journal. The PlayStation business has done very well for Sony since the PS4's launch in November 2013, delivering steady steady increases in operating income and generating a cumulative cash flow of more than 700 billion yen, which is about six, $6 billion for 2013 to 2017 fiscal year. Sony is projecting another improvement in PlayStation operating income for its 2018 fiscal year, which ends in March of 2019. Although the company expects the jump to be smaller than in recent years, an increase to just 7% to $190 billion yet. So things are going down. Things are still successful, but things are winding down in terms of hardware sales for Sony. Much of the negative impact dragging down the forecast comes from, the, comes from an expectation of lower hardware sales and higher costs associated with those sales, Sony projects it will sell 16 million consoles during the current fiscal year, down 19 from last year. And Kodera said today that PlayStation VR is growing. While it's growing, the VR, the virtual reality market's growth hasn't fulfilled the industry's expectations. I'm curious. It's strange that it's growing, that the PSVR... By, by growing, they must mean that they're selling some. Yeah, they're selling some. And like it, like like, like 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 any sale is growth to them. Pretty That's much, what it sounds like. yeah. Because it's not like it's growing month over month. Yeah, it sounds like they're just. It's just like every time they sell one, they're like, "Oh, it's bigger now." Yeah, VR is huge. Oh uh, yeah, you're like, "Oh, last month we sold two, but this month we sold three. You know, it's it's no, like no, that. No, no, no. I'm saying like last month we sold two, this month we sold one. That's growth. <laughs> More people have it. That's three people who have it. Yeah. Now. Um, however, Sony believes those negative trends will be buoyed by sales of software and add-on content, as well as network services. Is gro- network services growth mainly with PlayStation Plus paid subscribers? Cadero uh, said first-party titles are a major component of Sony's software strategies going forward, with plans that include franchising successful IPs and refreshing existing IPs, in addition to creating original games. PlayStation Plus has been another major success for the company in the PS4 era, going from. 20.8 million subscribers in April of 2016 to 34.2 million in April of 2018. Let's just boil this article down because okay. it, first of all, it's very long. It is very Second long. Second of all, 
a lot of people took this in a lot of different directions. Yeah. Uh, Basically, the, the, uh, the CEO, John, whatever the hell his name is, uh, said that uh, they have plans to support PlayStation, the PlayStation Network and PS4 mm-hmm. through 2021. Yes. And that is the part that a lot of people clung to. Yeah. And was like, that means PS5 is coming, baby. Yes. Which, not that's not what that not means. Not necessarily. <laughs> Yeah, the second article, the follow-up to this is that the next PlayStation is at least three years away, which is 2021. Ooh, explain that. I, it was Because, all right. Um, well, is that... All right, read that. That's, read the, that. that's the link I put under the link. Right, just, right, 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 right. Uh, according to Kadera, we will use the next three years to prepare the next step to crouch down so that we can jump higher in the future. Kadera's comments came in an interview with the press today following the presentation of investors yesterday in which he said the PS4 is, is heading to the end of its life cycle. Looking forward, it seems like likely the next three years will include price drops for the PS4 family of systems on top of Kadera's plan to focus on exclusive titles and the digital services being offered through the PS4. Sony said during its annual investors relations day yesterday that it aims to employ a strategy in question through the through the 2020 fiscal year, which ends March 31st, 2021. Kadera has indicated that subscriptions and online services will play an even bigger role in whatever console comes after PS4. He goes on to say, we need to depart from the traditional way of looking at console life cycle. We're no longer in a time when you can think just about the console or just about the network like they're two different things. Um. So he is. Did he straight up say that we're three years out from uh, PS Five? No. What He's, was the direct quote? We're using the. We will use the next three years to prepare the next step. Okay. That doesn't necessarily mean PS Five. I would put throw down a lot of money to say next year is PS Five. Next year at E three, they they show it, and then uh, that That's, holiday season, we're getting a PS Five. I'm trying to think because it came out in 2013. 14, 15, 16, would be, 17, 18, 19. It was six years. Yeah. Which is an average console life cycle. PS3 and 360 lasts a lot longer. A lot of people are saying that it's it's short, but it's really not. The, no. The, that, the Xbox 360 and PS3 era is the longest console generation yeah. since, I think, uh, like the like The Atari 2600. The yeah. yeah. Well, so, that, that was long for a lot of factors, mostly like because of the economy at the time wasn't very strong. So, like... They also came out early, and there yeah. weren't a lot of technical improvements in that period. Yeah, this console generation, um, can't, it came out at right when 4K was starting to take off. Yeah, and I remember when in 2013, I was like, "These consoles better be 4K, or else we're going to see another console generation like almost immediately yeah. after." And they weren't 4K, and that's where we got all these iterative... The PS4 Pro and the Xbox yeah. One X, things like that. They tried to yeah. to uh, compensate, and it, I, in my opinion, didn't work out. Yeah, I don't think people aren't into the iterative. Right, and yeah. it definitely didn't work out for Sony. No. It might have worked out for Microsoft, or at least been at least met their expectations, right. because they had Sony to go off of, because mm-hmm. the PS4 Pro, Pro came out first. Mm-hmm. So they were like, oh, that's not going to go well. Let's make less Scorpios or yeah. whatever. And um, so now I, I, that's why I think Sony is like, we need another console because every, this happens every console generation. The sales hit a peak in the middle of the console generation. Then yeah. They dip down towards the end of the console generation. We're at the, we're at the end. 
Right. So they right Sony, at the beginning of the end. Yes. Yeah. Sony needs another console. Right. Microsoft just doesn't care. Nintendo just made their new console. Yeah. Sony is hurting for a new console. But are they really? Because the, the PlayStation division has always been Sony's most successful division. And the, the, unrelated to this, uh, there was a recent article about um, the head of Sony Corporation just bought like EMI, the record label, for like $2 billion mm. to like expand their music catalog. Because so, like, he's taking the company in a, complete, in a new direction, more like a service-based company. I also think that Sony had like the last couple of months they've been on top because they have because yeah. everybody wants a new console everyone wants a PS4 because of all of the great exclusives they yeah. have and all of the great exclusives that are coming out mm-hmm. and God of War was top of the charts yeah. like, last month um, so Sony's not doing bad no but they could do better if they release it a PS5. it is the time to start thinking of what's next yes yeah yes so I, it's it's not that they're hurting yeah it's that they could hurt. If mm-hmm. they don't do something pretty quickly, because it, the PS4 has been out for a while, it's old news yeah. by this point. Because you have the Switch and you have the Xbox One X, and yeah. nobody's talking about the PS4 Pro. Like it's not even in any, yeah. uh, like any. I haven't heard about it in forever. Nobody's like, should I get a PS4 Pro? Nobody asks that. Yeah. Anyway, we got some stuff. Mikachu, yeah. five dollars. Finally got my dream job animating the game I'm working on's trailer. Will be at E3, and I'll also be there. Hope to see you guys now have some money. Thank you for Thank the five dollars, and hopefully we will see you. Yes. Hit me up on Twitter or Discord or something while you're there. Yeah. Um, and my best friend in the world, LKM Cherokee, with the two dollars super chat. Thoughts on Flash War and No Justice Three? So I'm going to be honest with you, LKM Cherokee. Uh, I didn't know No Justice Two came out, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm behind on that. Uh, I did read sort of Flash War. It was very good. Uh, I liked it a lot, even though I haven't been following the Flash. It. Um, no pun intended, but it was a very fast-paced issue. Um, I liked, you know, the f- combat between the three Flashes and the Renegades. And I kind of like what they did at the... Not to spoil it. I kind of like what they did at the end. And I kind of hope it brings back a character I haven't seen in a very long time. One of my favorite characters. Uh, a character I mentioned in how they should bring back Tim Drake from the archives, if you want to read that. Um, yeah. Bart Allen. I'm talking about I hope they bring back Bart Allen. <laughs> the hell's Bart Allen? Impulse. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Bar- uh, Barry Allen. Grandson from the future. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fred says, kind of want to buy a PS4 still. A lot of people want to buy a PS4. I just got my own PS4 last year. You have Re- uh, Resident Evil. I have Res- house, right? yeah, I do. I have Resident Evil 7 downloaded digitally on the Xbox One. Don't we have a PS4 copy? Or did I just never get it? Uh, we have a P- we have I have a digital download PS4 copy of Resident Evil Remake. I could have sworn I bought Resident Evil Seven. I don't know. I I know I have it. I know I have it for Xbox One, but it's digital. Well, now I lied in my. Well, I didn't lie because you got you it did. for Xbox. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. So you come over and play whenever you want. <laughs> uh, little L says that means the PS4 lasted for seven to eight years. Uh, no, six. Well, if oh, it had, oh, tw- yeah. 2021, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a long time, I think, just as much lifespan as the PS3. Yeah, the PS3 lasted from 2016 to... I no, still 2006 don't think, to 2013. I still think next year. I think next year, PS5. Maybe next year they announce it, but then the year after they release it. That's also possible. Yeah. I think 2021 is a long time. 
Cause, it seems like a long time. Because, like, like, yeah, the PS3's life cycle was long. Yeah. But it was long. Like, comparatively, is long. Like, that's not normal. Like, the PS3 and Xbox 360, especially the Xbox 360. Yeah. That came out a year before. Yeah. That is not normal. That is no. not a normal life yeah, cycle. Yeah, no, no. I think Xbox could care less. They're, they, The Xbox One is going to be around for a while. They... they... They have a whole new like outlook when it comes to consoles. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're thinking of like the Xbox Two or whatever the hell stupid name they give it. Yeah. But you know, as of right now, you know, you're right. They are they are committed to the Xbox One line of consoles. Colin Westover, Sony needs real backwards compatibility. They do. They do. like you don't think you miss backwards compatibility until you have it. Because um, I use the Xbox One's backwards compatibility a lot. I would argue Xbox One doesn't have real backwards compatibility, but they make it work very well. They have they have software based backwards yes. compatibility. Yes. I mean, and not every game. Not every game. So it's not. Re- I wouldn't consider that real. What do you consider real backwards compatibility? Hardware, like e- every game. It does like it doesn't necessarily have to be hardware. Right. But every, every game, game needs to be backwards. Compatible. Okay. I put that disc in and it works. Okay. You know? Yeah. So. That is real backwards. I mean, and, I, and again, the Xbox One's backwards compatibility is great. Yes, but I still wouldn't consider that real backwards. I mean, I, I know there's a lot of technical reasons for why they can't. They're not doing every game, and there's also a lot of legal reasons why they're not doing every game. I right mean, the now. ones they do, they do a great job. I mean, uh, Phil Spencer has said that their goal is to get as close to 100 percent as possible in terms of backwards compatibility, and he said definitely every Microsoft published game will be backwards compatible. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want like the PS early PS3 backwards compatibility. I don't need that. If it's going to mean that the console is like six hundred dollars, yeah. I don't need them to shove a whole PS4 inside of the PS5. Yeah. I don't need that. That said, I am in the market for a launch PS3. Yeah, you've been saying that a while. Yeah, because I like I want I have PS2 games that I want to play. Oh, okay. Uh, we're done with this topic. Okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, yes. Uh, we're going to a few places. This summer, yes. Um, actually, uh, this, this here's let, let's talk about our our our, our uh, convention schedule this year. Okay. So first up is E3. Yes, we're going to E3. We will we previously, be E3. we're not going. Now we're going. Now we are going. Uh, so get your E3 pants on. Yeah. Predictions At- next week. We promise. After that, which I just found out now is too many games. That's the thing that's in Pennsylvania yes. that you didn't want to go to because it's right before we leave for, for Vegas, except that it's the week before. I thought it was the week of oh. us leaving, but it's the week before. So we'll talk about this we after. We'll talk about this after. I'm definitely going to go. Okay. Because why not? Yeah. Uh, but that's in Pennsylvania. So if you live in that area, it's a cool little convention. And the link is in the description for tickets because uh, it's put on by our MCN. There you go. So link in the description if you want to go. Um, and it's a very small convention, but the reason I bring that up is because there's going to be a lot of retro game retailers. There. Right. So if you want a launch PS3, that'd be a good time to look for one. The week before. So the 23rd. Yes. We're going to June 23rd. Okay. Yes. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, I don't know what days will, definitely not Sunday. Yeah. Friday and or Saturday. Uh, then the week after that, on that Sunday... We will be at Vegas Comic Con. Very jet lagged. Yes, incredibly jet lagged. But so at, tired. I probably wouldn't have showered that day. And we don't know when, but it'll probably be in the afternoon, like yeah. when it's closing. But let me, we will let me be get at the Vegas. actual name for it because it's got. I think it's called like the Amazing Comic Con. 
We'll be at the Las Vegas Comic Con for a day. Yeah. And then after that is New York Comic Con. Yes. And we will be at New York Comic Con. So those are all the conventions we're going to. Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con. That's what yes. it's called. So E3, too, E3 in LA, too many games in Pennsylvania. Uh, Vegas Con. What was, what was it called? Amazing Comic Con Las Vegas. And New York Comic Con. Yes. We gotta do. We gotta. We gotta shoehorn our way into some panels and. In, in we do. Comic-Con. So that's those are those are all the places we're going. If you want us at a convention near you, tell them to fly us out there. Yes. I will go literally anywhere if they will fly me out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, none. Of, for the record, none of these places are flying us anywhere. Yeah. We're no. So yeah. <laughs> so that's that. Uh, now we can talk about. I don't know. <laughs> oh, do you have anything to say about the Resident Evil 7 Cloud version? Uh, I, I do, have, actually. Yeah. I made a whole video on you it. You do make so a whole video. So if you want to hear yeah. about it, watch my video. But I wanted to hear what Will had to say about um, it. So, I'm of two minds of it. Mm-hmm. I'm really ex- On one hand, I'm really excited for it. I think this is a really good idea. And for the I record, th- it's not coming to America as of, as as of as right now. Know. Yeah. I think it's a really good idea. I think it's really smart, a really smart way to get... Uh, games that normally can't run on the Switch to run on the Switch. However, as you mentioned in the video, internet connection is a very big concern with cloud-based games. And if you don't have a good internet connection, it's not even worth it. Right. So with a a system like the Switch, which not only you can't really plug into – I mean, you can technically plug it into an ether with an Ethernet cable, but not three point USB three point So that'll give you a stable connection, but not a good, not necessarily a good connection, right? Like a fast one. Yeah, and you know, Nintendo's online service in general isn't great. Right. So that just leaves a lot of questions. So I didn't know that they already did this with Fantasy Star. Really? Yeah, Fantasy. Star. No, just nobody cared. Yeah, <laughs> Fantasy, Fantasy Star. Star they did this. They yeah. made it downloadable. And I didn't notice until people were commenting on it. Oh, they already did this. Interesting. So, uh, yeah. So, this is the second time a game has been doing that. And that, that's not Capcom, right? Fantasy Star? No, it's that's Sega. Sega. Yeah. So, a completely different company did it. Already. Yeah. So, it is a thing. Yeah. This is a thing people are doing. Um, but, yeah, like you said. I, I'm a, we're of the same mind, though. Yeah. We, we're, we're on the same page. You're not. If it came to America, would you get it? Because you like Resident Evil Seven, right? But I have it on an Xbox One already, so, so you would not get it. I probably. I also not. would not get it because I don't need to play it on my couch. Yeah, I'm not leaving the house with it. You know. Yeah. So I don't. I don't imagine playing Resident Evil Seven like in public on the bus. That's not a. That's not a bus game. <laughs> yeah. No, you're sitting there. And that's going, not. Bah! That's not an other p pe- other strangers around me game. Yeah. Like, uh, Scott Ellis. People in the U.S. will buy it. The servers are most. Obviously set up for Japan specifically. Ruh-roh. Also, there's no English uh, setting. Yeah. Oh, also Grimhane says, yeah, but Fantasy Star is an MMORPG, which makes a lot of sense. Yes. Fantasy Star being a cloud service game makes a lot of sense because you need the internet to even play it. Mm-hmm. So that's a completely different Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, whatever. But that's also, that's cool. Like, yeah. Fortnite has no excuse. That's an online game. Battle yeah. Royale. Like, just... Throw it on the cloud. You got to be online to play it anyway. Mm-hmm. As long as there's no input back. All right, but you put this one in the keep, and I'm uh, 
we should talk about this. Uh, Scuff is having a, a retail release. Well, no, Scuff. Scuff. Scuff is a uh, like a pro video game controller manufacturer. Right. They make like you know pro versions of. But I don't think they had a controller in stores. Well, they didn't have. They had Sony controllers, but this is an officially licensed Sony-backed controller for the PS4. Okay. We have good news for the competitive gamers out there. This is from Sony's official blog, PlayStation blog. We're excited to introduce the Scuf Vantage, a new officially licensed controller that was built from the ground up for the PS4. Now gamers seeking performance can control... Now, gamers seeking a performance controller can enjoy a wide range of customization options that optimize comfort and gameplay performance, delivering both precision and flexibility for a variety of play styles. The Vantas incorporates new unique features that provide additional configurability and personalization for players, including side-mounted right and left sax buttons designed... (laughs) (laughs) S-A-X. Designed to fit natural... Designed to fit the natural placement of the player's fingers and provide additional configurability. So, in addition to R1 and R2 and the shoulder buttons, there's a third shoulder button yes. that's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's, it's on screen right now. It's, okay. it, it's, it's where your, your knuckle, it's Rests. under your knuckle, yeah, yeah, on your index finger. And that's so you can like quickly like hit it. And another you, button. You, you'd press your like palm in. To, yeah. To hit so it. you can basically hit two buttons at once instead of using two fingers. I'm curious if that's a button you would accidentally hit. It might be. That button is configurable. So you can set it to whatever button you want. Uh, uh, also nothing. You yeah. can set it to nothing. Yeah. I think you could completely take it off too. It looks yeah. Like. It has a removable faceplate. Uh, make, makes it easy to change thumbsticks and personalize the controller. Um, advanced audio f- control for wired connection. A simple swipe of the audio of the audio touch bar adjusts the volume while players can keep their hands on the controller. Uh, removable vibration modules. Players can reduce the weight of the controller and lessen the hand fatigue. So th- this little bar down here is the touch bar. That's really yeah. weird. That's like too much. Yeah. Like, come on now. Like, do we really need that? Just make yeah. it. Just make it a. Just make it a, a dial. Yeah. Uh, uh, th- this is a. Th- so this is a big deal to me for a different reason. Yes. Scuff has been a controller company for a really long time. Yeah. A lot of like uh, pros. Yeah. Have been sponsored by and they swear by these these mm-hmm. Scuff controllers. Um, this is the first time Scuff. Usually they're custom controllers, so they're yeah. expensive. This is the first time Scuff is going to be in retail stores. Yeah. So that's a pretty big deal, I think. I didn't know it was officially licensed by PlayStation. Yeah. I guess that's why it's going to stores. Yeah. So that makes sense. This this seems to be like uh, their answer to the Xbox One Elite controller. I think they've had an answer to the Xbox One Elite controller previously. Have they? Yeah, it was a different controller. But you couldn't get it in America. Was that the Hori controller? Yes. Okay, so I think that's that's different because the Hori controller was just bigger and had offset analog sticks. No, this one they called the they called it the Pro, I think. Really? Because this one specifically, not only does this controller have offset analog sticks, it has the additional buttons on the side. It has the tr- the trigger paddles underneath, like the Elite controller does. You know, it has the customizable face plates and stuff. 
it's officially licensed by Sony. So it's just like an easy pick up and get at the store rather than having to custom order it online. Ooh, Razer has a controller that looks pretty sick. Oh, yeah? Uh, the Scuff one's cool. Yeah. My problem with it is that it's $200 freaking if you want the wireless one. It's $200, yeah. Launching in the United States late, 20, late summer 2018, the Vantage is now available for pre-order um, at scuffgaming.com or gamestop.com in wired-only USB model for $170 and wireless Bluetooth wired USB model for $200. Now, here's the deal. I would definitely only want the wired one. Okay. Because if you're getting uh, an Elite Pro controller, mm -hmm. why the hell would you want a wireless? Well, okay. I would argue that the wireless one, because it comes with the wire, just plug it in. That's true. Data, you know, the newer PS uh, DualShock 4 controllers uh, data transfers. Now, I just learned this. I forgot who told me, but during a live stream yesterday, mm -hmm. I just learned that when you plug... A, so I, I used to have... The Razer Anza for the Xbox 360, and that right. was an amazing controller, except that it wasn't built very well, and it broke after a few months. Yeah. But it was an amazing controller. The best part about wired Xbox 360 controllers is you could tell the input lag was better. Yeah. You could instantly feel a difference. And the play and charge kits, no data was transferred right. when you plug that in. It was just so, charging your controller, yeah. So that didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. It was hard to find a wired Xbox 360 controller, like the really? official ones. Yeah, remember? You don't remember? No, I found one online. It was expensive. Yeah, online. It was expensive. You can't go to the store and be like, give me a wired Xbox 360 right, controller. Right, they were, because they, were, they, were, you know, they made it harder to, harder to find because they wanted you to get the wireless one. Right. Yeah. So if you got one of those, yeah. it felt awesome. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, so I, that's that's part of why I swear by wired. Also, I'm the, I'm right next to the monitor. Yeah, I don't you're to right there. My yeah, stuff. Um, and it's the worst when it's like, oh, plug it in. It's about to die. Yeah, you know, you need to be. Charging. I know. Yeah. Um, so I swear by wired controllers. Um, the PS4. I heard that data transfers through the cable, so I always left it plugged in. I didn't know there's a setting in the settings you have to change in order for really? it to switch to wired mode. See, I always thought that that was only on the new DualShock 4s, the ones with the light bar on, on the touchpad. Oh, right. So I don't, because I know you have the original model. I don't know if that works with that. I don't know. I don't know. I've never, I didn't even try it. Right. So I don't know. Interesting. Uh, that's something we'll have to try. But yeah. make sure, I mean, if you're going to plug in your PS4, make sure you yeah. do that. This is going to probably, probably be the, the same, same thing. Yeah. yeah. So if you have the wired one, It'll do it automatically, but if you have the wireless one and you plug it in, you're going to have to change that setting right. most likely. Anyway, $200 is a lot of money. $169 for the wired? Yeah. That's better. That makes more sense. I think all of these different macros and buttons are ridiculous. Before I said that the knuckle button you can yeah. detach, I'm not sure. It doesn't look like you can detach it. I think I'm To put it in perspective, up. the Xbox One Elite controller, I believe, is $170. Uh, I thought it was 150. <laughs> Just typing, typing, typing. 150. 150. Okay. I don't know if it launched at 100. Probably did. Something else, but yeah. 150. No, it was 150. Because that controller is sick. Yeah. Um, or on Amazon right now, it's 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah, do they not make it anymore or something? No, they have to make it. Um,. You Google Xbox One Elite controller, and all of the top stories are of this yeah. controller, the PlayStation One. Adjustable thumbsticks is really cool. Yeah, especially on the Racer Anza that I had. There was a dial for the stiffness. So this, I think, this is really cool. 
The paddles are a little much. Uh, I, I, I just think it's important to have one programmable macro button, especially a shoulder button. Yeah. That's what the Razer Anza had. It had a third shoulder button that you can macro. That way, when I'm playing Call of Duty, I can have it set to uh, melee attack, so I didn't have to press yeah. it to stick. Um, I mean, the paddles are a good idea, I think. You know, the paddles underneath. Right. I just don't want too many. Yeah. You know, because I, you know, I don't want to accidentally hit yeah. stuff. But again, I've never used it, so. And then uh, the Ninja Spider Games in the chat says, the keyboard and mouse. What's he saying? Oh, he said a bunch of stuff. Uh, I work in a GameStop and found an Xbox 360 controller wired easily. Nothing beats, no? Controller, oh, I'm not reading that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he said, controller are gay anyways. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Controllers have sex with each other? I guess. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I guess I'm a gay boy, Will. I like my controllers. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, that's it for scuff. Yeah. We can plow through some Battlefield stuff real yes. quick. Uh, uh, Battlefield 5 has a whammon on the on the cover. Uh, but Bob, how can that be? There were no women in 1940. <laughs> so here's my... Let's just, let's just cut right to it, Will. Okay. Here's my stance on this. Okay. It's dumb because it didn't happen. <laughs> but uh, it's very clear that this is like an alternate history situation. I mean, if, even if it wasn't alternate history... Like it's it's a video game. Nothing in the nothing in the way that this game portrays World War II is quote unquote historically accurate. You know, it's it's close, but it's not a hundred percent. Did you see the trailer? Yes. I was so un I was so whelmed. <laughs> I was so I was not in like it's just like sensory overload, and it's like I've yeah. seen this a thousand times yeah. before. I still don't know what war it is, but apparently it's World, it's World War, II. War II. Also, how come nobody is mentioning that the the woman in the trailer is missing an arm? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the the military would be less likely to hire somebody missing an arm than they would a woman. Right, that, like that's <laughs> a bigger deal. Yeah. Um, also, they made her British, so it's more like, is this historically yeah. accurate? <laughs> And this is a different woman, right? She has both hands. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a different woman. Yeah, she's got a gun in each hand. So yeah. Unless she's got it resting on her own. Uh, I don't know. No, it looks like a hand. Um, yeah, this looks like a different I woman. mean, yeah, so Battle Battlefield Five is coming later this year. It's going to take place during World War II. It's going to take place in the earlier stages of World War II, so like the beginning years and stuff. Um, no premium pass or season pass. All download content is going to be free, which is nice. Because uh, I guess Dice doesn't want to deal with any more of that any you know controversy. Um, co-op is returning. Um, you can like customize your group that you're with in the game. I think in the single player, uh, no loot boxes. There's conflicting reports on the loot boxes. Uh, they say Kotaku said that they EA told them there'd be no loot boxes. Yeah. But then another EA representative said that um, they would only be cosmetic. Okay. So it, there's conflicting reports. I guess no Battlefront style loot boxes. Right. Okay. Um, Park S in the chat. World War II had women snipers, which you were talking about before. Yeah. So there are, there were women who, like, ne they weren't necessarily on the front lines of the war, but there were a lot of women in the service. They helped, 
you know, make the machinery. They, they were like in the war zones helping to tend to soldiers and like do other administrative roles. Russia hired actual women to be snipers. There were actual I, women. I forgot the, her name, but there's a very famous um, female spy from World War II who was known for like killing a whole bunch of Nazis. They actually made a video game out of it that wasn't very good. So um, it's called uh, a Rogue Soldier. What was that? It was one? like the, with Mickey Rourke. Oh no, that's something else. <laughs> I so again, like it's alternate history. Who cares? It's also not like it. it the game just doesn't look that great anyway. I mean, it's, we'll it's also bizarre. Battlefield One because it's World War One. Now it's World War Two and it's Battlefield Five. <laughs> You played as a woman in Battlefield 1. Did you? At the, the last level, when like you're helping out Lawrence of Arabia, you play as a woman. What uh, country are you representing? There. Arabia? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. It was something in the Middle East. Because I, th I think the Middle East had women. Hold on. They did. I mean, they at least had women. Who knows if they fought, but there yeah. were women in the Middle East. <laughs> I don't know. But it, even that was alternate history yeah i mean you can't like if you're going to a video game for like historical accuracy don't <laughs> i mean like so call of duty 2 had a like that is kind of like my standard right my basis mm -hmm. and that can't even close the door <laughs> come down here <laughs> call of duty 2 it was it was still like fanciful and like action-packed yeah. but like at least there was some semblance of of reality like when i played it i was like oh our grandpa did this right no there, there's you know there's realistic context and i'm is, not saying that that's necessary i'm saying that i liked that right but what you're, what you're referring to is more like realistic context like yes this did ha this happened it kind of looked like this the weapons yes. were kind of like this yes things like that in in battlefield one the weapons were completely ridiculous. Yeah, the weapons were not period accurate. A lot of the scenarios were not World War One scenarios yeah. at all. So you it's know? very clear that Battlefield is alternate history. Yes, especially when or looking heightens history. Yes, yeah. When looking at the trailer for Battlefield Five, yeah, it's you. You know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me that freaking women's on the cover. Yeah, it doesn't bother. <laughs> It, it just is what it is. Yeah. It, like, it's not... Like, that's not a big deal. If that's a big deal, then the Order 1886 should be crazy because there were werewolves in it. And yeah. And that never happened in 1886. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> if that if that's a big deal, then Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare should be a big deal because there were no <laughs> zombies in the West. Right. Um, so, whatever. Yeah, it's... Who cares? Um, if a, if the sight of a woman holding a gun bothers you, you got other problems. That, that's that's very true. So again, not historically accurate. Yeah. But again, who cares if it's historically accurate? Yeah. Um. So that's our stance on Battlefield. Yeah. Uh, next is the Watchmen HBO. Yeah. So um, this is weird because you know there've been a lot of talk for a while that uh, Damon Lindelof, um, the creator of Lost and The Leftovers. Um, is working on a Watchmen TV show for HBO. So yesterday, I don't, I don't have it in the keep, but I think it's in the article. Yesterday, Damon Lindelof posted to his Instagram like a really wordy five-page letter to fans saying that he knows this is a bad idea to make a Watchmen TV show. So why is he doing it? 
Well, he explains like like he wants to like try and do something new and unique with the idea. He he talked about his love of the franchise, how much he loves Watchmen, how much he understands Alan Moore does not want this to happen. Love of the franchise. Yeah, the one book. The one the one book. Yeah. And the one book and the other things. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he made it very clear that it's not a straight adaptation of Watchmen. It's he called it a remix, so it's going to be like part sequel, part uh, flashback series, um, things like that, just to make it like feel feel like Watchmen, but just be new in a way. And today, we already started getting uh, cat like casting is already underway. They've already cast like they didn't say who these actors are playing. But uh, Regina King, Don Johnson, Timothy Blake Nelson, Louis Gossett Jr., uh, Adelaide Clemens, and How- Andrew Howard are all confirmed to be starring in this sh- show. But nobody knows who they're playing. Uh, well, according to Deadline, uh, Regina King is believed to be playing uh, Angelina Abraham. Louis Gossett Jr. is playing a character called The Old Man. Believed to or is? Believed to. Okay. Uh, Andrew Howard is playing a character is said to be playing a character called Red Scare, and Adelaide Clemens is could be playing uh, Pirate Jenny. So, do we know who any of those people are? That's the thing. Because this is a remix, there's going to be a lot of new characters mixed in with the old characters. Okay. I, th- I think a majority of this is going to take place after the events of Watchmen. Okay. This is all very stupid. It's it's very it's very strange and very bizarre. And honestly, it kind of sounds like very Damon Lindelof uh, type deal. Like I don't want to know anything after Watchmen happens. Like, I mean, after, I, after the events of the book, yeah, that's it. <laughs> See, I thought that too, but then I started reading Doomsday Clock, <laughs> right? Which uh, it should be noted that this series probably has nothing to do with Doomsday Clock. Yes. Like, I don't need any... I guess Doomsday... Well, Doom, Doom, the thing is, Doomsday Clock's doing something very different. Right. Yeah. It's using the idea of a sequel to Watchmen to, like, be an event for the DC universe. Ninja Spider Games said, did they talk about Fortnite yet? You are in the wrong stream. <laughs> Go somewhere else. <laughs> did they talk about Fortnite yet? What happened? I don't know. What's Fortnite doing? Yeah. You're done with Thanos. Got Thanos out of there. Yeah. He's not in there. That's the only time I think we talk about Fortnite on this stream. With Aside from us saying Fortnite should be on the Switch. Yes, that too. We yeah. do say that a lot. But no, something is happening. They have a new event coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, shotguns and jetpacks. Oh, yeah, jetpacks yeah, are, are cool, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just like shout out to the Empire. Um, I saw... This is completely off topic. I saw a really cool picture the other day that mm-hmm. was... Uh, it was a set... Well, it was a promotional photo... From before Empire came out, of Lando, uh, Vader, and Boba Fett, uh-huh. and nobody knew who the hell Boba Fett was. Oh, I saw, I know what you're talking about. And yeah. they said it, it was it was speculating that Boba Fett was Anakin Skywalker. Yes, and I was like, they were speculating back then. Yeah, like that's crazy, especially how completely off base they were. Mm-hmm. That was that. I thought that was cool. Yeah. So yeah, and I thought about that because during the Rooster Teeth podcast I was just listening to, uh, they said nobody speculated like this back then, back in the day about anything. They just you just go to the movie and you just watch. Yeah. It. I was like, no, they did. Just I mean, guess not to the same degree. But. Yeah, no, definitely not to the same degree. 
All right, well, the last thing we have to talk about here is Amazon, Will, yeah. is also banning people. <gasps> They're banning shoppers. Why? Also, people are upset about this for some reason. Uh, don't go crazy with your free returns, Will. We, All have, right, a friend, we have a friend who will remain nameless. Who yes. calls it the, he calls it the Amazon warranty. Yes. Which is, you, if you break anything in your house, <laughs> you just buy it off Amazon and then return the broken one. Yeah. Which is... Stealing. Yes. But in his words, the Amazon warranty. Amazon's flexible return policy may not be as risk-free as you think. James Morano, who will remain nameless. <laughs> the company bans shoppers for violations, which include returning items too often, according to the Wall Street Journal. Some users aren't told what they did wrong. That's kind of stupid. They should tell them what they're doing. Yeah. Amazon boasts free and easy returns for many of its items, which has pushed many brick and mortar stores to offer the same policies as they struggle to compete with e-commerce giants. But it turns out Amazon's return policies may come at a price. Dozens of people have taken to Twitter and Facebook to complain about Amazon closing their accounts without warning or an explanation, according to the journal. So I don't have to read anymore as you get the idea. I mean, yeah. as well as guy's email says, we have noticed multiple returns from your account in the past 12 months. You have also requested refunds or replacements for some items that you returned. That's normal. We'd like to know how we can better support your shopping experience. Please reply to this email and let us know why you returned your orders. Please learn about please learn more about our return policies in the returns, refunds, and title section of blah 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 blah. blah. They said, wow, great customer service. So personal and caring. Do you even read my return reasons? Like six purchases in the last year, and that's too many, and a replacement for something I never requested? Sounds like, in his case, somebody was maliciously using his account. Yeah. That's what that sounds like. Um, People are upset for some reason. Yeah. Like, this is bad customer service. They should put it on the the, uh, sellers. But... Uh, and, and there are sellers that sell crap. Yeah. I got, I got conned by a seller once because I bought two books and he never shipped it. He just took my money. And yeah. I, yeah. And I had to like complain to Amazon a lot to get my money back. They, sh- they side with this, with the buyer a lot. Yeah. So usually they're pretty good. Yeah. But there are a lot of people who take advantage. Yes. And like you look it up on YouTube, there's a guy who bought a Canon 1DX, which is a $6,000 camera. And he got rocks yeah. in the box. In the Canon box, there were rocks in it. So he's like, this is ridiculous. Amazon, it's your fault. Even though it's somebody conned Amazon. Yeah. Um, so he returned it and got one back. There were bricks. <laughs> so people do this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's kind of on the seller to check when something gets returned like that. Mm-hmm. But it's also somebody, there was a buyer. That It's also because their return policy is so lax that yeah. something like this happens. So yeah, I think, fine, ban them. But, I mean, give a reason. Like, that guy, it seems like there was a mistake and somebody was maliciously using his account. Right. um, I think they should crack down on people who do the Amazon warranty. Yeah. Like, that's a little ridiculous. Because then it makes, like, this guy who paid $6,000 for a camera, you get bricks when people maliciously use that, take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. And, like, you getting caught. Well, no, that's different. The guy just didn't send me anything. He just stole from me. Um, does Amazon have a way of checking sellers? In what, yeah, well, I mean, just by rating, I guess. Yeah. Uh, anybody else talking about that? No? No? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. 
Uh, let's unbox something. Okay. Okay. Oh, did you want to talk about Deadpool? Oh yeah. It was good. Let's let's unbox All this, right. and then we'll get into Deadpool spoilers. Um. So I don't have a knife, but check this little life hack, Will. No, I got it. Well, don't worry. I got it. <laughs> Just use my iPhone. No problem. Okay, cool. Neat. So this is from our buddies over at Rav Power. Oh, yeah. Rav Power, maker of fine, powerful accessories. So we the other one we have is the... We have two. We have the massive 26,000 milliamp hour battery. For yeah. Them. Then we have an even massiver 28,000 milliamp hour battery. I think you have the 26 one. Do I? If you if you don't, I don't know where it is. All right, I'll because I have look. the twenty eight one over there that I have never charged. Really, I use it all the time, and I have never once. Because I know, because I know my big portable battery is made by a competitor who shall rename nameless on the show. Oh, right you now. can say it. Anchor. They're not paying us. This <laughs> anchor. Yeah, I have anchor. An, I, have I, have a, I also have an anchor. Yeah, I have one. a big anchor one. one yeah, but Rav Power is like neck and neck. Yeah, Rav Power makes a very good portable batteries. Uh, this is, looks like it's just the case and the. Uh, USB charger. I have one little bugaboo about these guys. What's that? We have so many of these batteries now. Not one charger. Really? We don't have any chargers for these things. We got a million. We got a million batteries. Right. But no way to charge them because <laughs> they never come with a charger. And what? they're and they're hard to charge because you can't just use an iPhone thing because it takes like four days. Yeah. I have to use uh, my iPad. Ooh, this is one. nice. This is uh. I like the way this feels. I like this because it's smaller. This is only ten thousand. Yeah. But yeah, it's nice. You gotta zoom in on. Zoom yeah. in on. This also has the iSmart port, so it ah. does fast charging. If if your device supports that, it's a lot lighter than our other one. Yeah. Also, uh, micro USB, right? Yeah. Yeah, micro USB. So that's cool. So we yeah. will be using this. Yes. This might be... I mean, I've been carrying around the 28,000 milliamp hour, yeah. which is insanely big. That is ridiculously big. Yeah. And like... It's the USB and cable. And like way overkill. But I do use it with my MacBook. Yeah. And it works fantastic. Well, that's good. Um, Have I you tried it with your Switch or... Yes. Yes. And it doesn't charge it while you're playing. It, it pretty much maintains battery while you're uh, okay. Uh, this will probably do the same thing. But yeah, then I think about it. I charged my MacBook with the Rav Power, and I don't think I ever charged it after that. And it's still wow. has juice. So, like, that's overkill. So, this might be my little... Uh, this might, this is going to go in my bag, and I'll yeah. report back on how good it is. I mean, Rav Power, they're all pretty much the same. Yeah. But yeah, there's a link in the description, and you get 50% off. There you go. There you go. Again, they don't sponsor us. They just send just us like nice things. Yeah. So I say, yeah, give me that. <laughs> did um, I go too far out? Yeah. All right. Yes, you did. Everybody sees the lights that, <laughs> that are that are uh, giving us a little blue hue. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I like these batteries. I think you always got, if you're going to have a backpack with you, you got to have a portable battery. Yeah. So, I got I to gotta get a new, like, smaller one because mine, I don't think, works very well anymore. Smaller than this? Yeah, like, you know those lipstick ones? Oh, okay. Yeah, I have one that doesn't. I don't think it works very well anymore. So I, I, like I got like ones. two big ones, which are fine. I like the ones with two USB ports. So this one doesn't have two. This yeah. one has one. I like the two because um, a lot of times you're with a bunch of people. Yeah. And like uh, you know, you charge your battery. You could be like, oh, you got a cable. You can just plug it in right here. Yeah. 
Well, my Especially two, when you're like at the airport. Yeah. My two big ones have the two, but I like having a small personal one on me when I'm out doing personal things. Two Homes says, what's the model? There's a link in the description. Yes. It is. I think it's just the RAV Power 10,000 middle amp hour. Yeah, I think that's just what it is. Yeah. But use the link in the description so that uh, we get Amazon cred. Yeah. Uh, underscore says, you can never have too much. You can never have enough of these types of batteries. Nice to have. Yeah, no, they I really are. I think we have enough. We have a lot. <laughs> we have too many. I at least have four um, personally. I know that Anchor and Rav Power, actually, I don't know about Rav Power, but I know Anchor sells the USB wall things. Yes. I'm pretty sure Rav Power does too. And it has like the multiple ones and it tells you like this is for Android. This yeah. Is for, like we need those. Send us those. Yeah. <laughs> because we have too many of these batteries and no way to charge them now. Um. Anyway, yes. now we could talk about Deadpool. Yes. If you haven't seen Deadpool and want to see Deadpool, goodbye. Bye. Thank you for like, share, subscribe. <laughs> uh, if you have seen it or don't care, stay with us. Yeah. We'll spoil it right now. Yes. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yes. Very well, good. I maintained my expectations the entire time. I feel like it's definitely it's a very good sequel. It doesn't take the series. It doesn't like take the series and like elevate it the way like say the Dark Knight does or Winter Soldier does or like movies like that. It was it was like a I, the problem is that it came out right after Infinity War. I know one of the best comic book movies of all yeah. time. Um, and then you get Deadpool, which is like a joke. Yeah, it's it's just one big like joke uh, about comic book movies. Yeah. And it, like, you know, it was, like, childish and, like, stupid in a yeah. lot of ways. But, like, it was fine. That's what Deadpool is. It's just a Deadpool movie. Yeah. So that's how I felt about it. Yeah. But, you know, it was, if you like the first movie, you're definitely going to like this one. I think the premise was dumb. Like, a lot of a lot of story beats were just dumb. Yeah. But that's not why you're watching it. Yeah. I, I will say I do think that the action scenes were a lot better. And I think that's because, you know, budget was bigger, obviously, but also because the director, David Lech, was one of the John Wick guys. I was going to say, the beginning, there was like a lot of fight scenes going yeah. on. Yeah. That felt very John Wick. Yeah. It felt very, very John Wick. Yeah. And I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I think the fight scenes were really good. Yeah, definitely. Um, Christian with $20 super chat. Oh, wow. Thank you. And the best kind of super chat, silence. <laughs> Thank you for the twenty dollars, Christian. Um, yeah. Uh, fight scenes were cool. Fight scenes were good. Better than the first one because the first yeah. one only had like three fight scenes. Yeah, and they were like pretty basic, and they were all say. in the trailer. Yeah. So, yeah, that's because they had a very low budget. Yeah. Um, fight scenes were good. The banter was good. Yeah. There were, it was very quick jokes, like mm -hmm. every five seconds. So there was a lot of times when you didn't have a, like a chance to laugh at the joke. Yeah. And there were a lot of jokes that were dumb and like not There funny. were, but I feel like, you know, the ones that landed very well, like you can tell when a joke landed very well because yeah. like, you know, they would keep it going. And like the lesser jokes were really just there to fill time. Yeah. I would say like the, the whole sequence with X-Force. Like when that, that happened, was funny. like that was hysterical, and and that was a plot point that I was like, wow, they they did that. Yeah, that was good. I was not expecting Bravo. that. Bravo. Yeah, that was cool. That was good. That was smart too. And did you notice that uh, the invisible guy? Yeah, was freaking Brad Pitt. Yep, Banisher. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, 
That was, was very good. Um, it had the movie did have a lot of good surprises like that, like Banisher being Brad Pitt, uh, Juggernaut being in the movie, being in the movie. At all. Yeah, that was good. Played by Ryan Reynolds, apparently. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, that's his voice, at least. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. Um, they kind of like wrote around thing like like when uh, Juggernaut and um, uh, Colossus fight. Yeah. They they said oh big CGI fight yeah and it's like okay now now I don't have to suspend my disbelief anymore it's yeah. just a joke this is a one big joke well I mean like he does does things like that throughout the whole movie you know I like, know no I know I'm not discrediting it for that yeah the part like the ending it's like okay this is dumb like this doesn't make any sense what the post credits no um cables staying. Oh, in that timeline. Yeah, like, that, that's, that's really just so that they can like keep them around and like do X Force. Yeah, and, and but the reasoning is dumb. Like, yeah. there's a lot of dumb plot points. Well, I feel but like that's not why you watch the this reason movie. Cable. Like, I get the idea of why Cable's staying. Like, you know, he spent time with Deadpool and he learned that like, oh, people can change and stuff. Oh, maybe I'll stick around and thing. But the th- the thing is, they don't really like set that up very well in the movie. Like, it's really just, like, Cable just comes to Deadpool for help for one scene and then, like, has a change of heart instantly. Like, that change of heart wasn't built throughout the whole film. That's what I mean. Like, it was a silly movie because that's what it is. Yeah. There were a lot of silly plot points to go with it. Yeah. And that's just, like, coming out of all the good Marvel movies, that's not something that we see. Yeah. I guess, like, I, I'm, I'm certain that if you rewatch the X-Men movies, you're going to see silly plot points. Oh, yeah. But, like, uh, yeah, I mean, people are complaining about spoilers. We said they were spoilers. Yeah, we said they were going to be spoilers. I, I didn't put a thing up on the yeah. screen, though, which I probably should have. Uh, but don't worry. if you, you That's not why you watch Deadpool. You watch it for the jokes. Yeah. We're not going to spoil I don't know. I can't spoil the jokes. I can't do it as good as Deadpool yeah. does. No, but there, there are some... When the jokes are good, they're very good. Yeah, he... It's a good movie. Yeah. Just don't expect it to be Infinity War. Yeah, no, definitely or, don't. Or, or a good Marvel movie. Expect, expect, if you liked Deadpool 1, expect a very good follow-up to it. Expect the same movie. <laughs> Whether or not it's better, that's up to you. I think it's on par. Yes. I think yeah. it's... When I went into it going, I don't know. And then I was like, all right, fine. Yeah. That's how it, that, the, that's the review summary right there. I was excited for it and my expectations were met. There you go. All right. All right, we're done spoiling now. Yeah, so four stars. Check it out. Three and a half. <laughs> Three and a half. Uh, that's a reference to Joe Bob Briggs, who used to host Monster Vision on TNT. He gave everything four stars. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, was that a joke, or did he actually give everything four stars? Yeah, he. Well, I don't know if he like meant it or not, but every movie he before he before he like answered it, he'd like run down the plot points he goes four stars check it out mine was a reference to uh, X Play. They gave everything three and a half stars. They gave everything three. Oh damn it! Out of five. Um, where the hell's Morgan Webb? She's she works for a game company now. I don't remember which one. I wonder if she has any uh, rivalry or like or like ooh that Olivia Munn. <laughs> she's in a movie again. Yeah. Olivia Munn, when she's in a movie, that's how you know that movie is not going to be good. Which makes me scared for Predator. That movie looks like trash. I don't see how that could be good at all. That looks so bad. I don't know. Morgan Webb works for Bonfire Studios. Who, who what do they make? Uh, they are an independent game studio. They make 
They're hiring. Good. Their Twitter account does not say. <laughs> well, okay then. Yeah. And I, uh, listen, I like Olivia Munn. There's nothing wrong with Olivia Munn. It's just that she hasn't had a good track record with movies. I'm trying to think if, I, if I've liked any Olivia Munn movie. One of her early movies was pretty good. She was in a movie for like two seconds. That was a good movie. I she don't had a brief cameo in Iron Man 2. There you go. That was good. I liked Iron Man 2. Screw everybody. It's just not good. I mean, probably Magic Mike, but she's not like a main oh, yeah. character. Magic in that. Mike was all right. Magic Mike. I I don't know why I saw it. I know why I saw it because <laughs> my what? wife dragged me to it, and I'm thinking, all right, you know what? This will be pretty funny going to see a movie with a bunch of hot guys taking their shirt off. How bad could it be? A lot of topless women yeah. in the film. Yep, Olivia Munn being one of them, and it's, it's CGI a- boobs. Was it? I'm pretty sure it was CGI. Well, either way, like it's not like a, a stripper movie. It's just this is weird story about a guy who, you know, is like trying to make make his light, make a living in the world. So I saw it at a party. Yeah, it was just on at a party, and I watched the entire thing because I was I was enthralled with it. I was like, this is a good movie. And yeah. then at the end, it just ends yeah. and nothing happens. There's no arc. It's a very weird film. There's no story arc at all. Yeah. It's just this is what's happening, and then that's what happened. Yeah, and and there's no ending. So I, when it ended, I was like, that's credits? You're just going to roll the yeah. credits? Did I just watch the whole movie? <laughs> did, where did the time go? Magic Mike 2, Magic Mike XXL, mm-hmm. is an actual movie. It has an actual beginning, okay. middle, and a plot. It's a road trip movie. Is it good? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The first one, like, I enjoyed myself, but it just didn't have an ending. The, the second one is more, I think, uh, of a typical movie. Like with, like I said, with the beginning, middle, and ends. But it's, it's, it's good. So Olivia Munn could be in a good movie. Yeah, it's just that she hasn't she hasn't been. She's usually not. She hasn't been knocking out of the park with it. She was a, yeah. she was in a very bad X Men movie. Yes, she was. was she's a very good character. Yeah, in a very bad X Men movie. All right, let's talk about the tweet of the week. Well, tweet of the week, tweet of the week, tweet of the week. Now this one I have to time very well because it's it's an audio thing. Okay. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna like this a lot. Is it Simpsons related? No, it's Justice League related. Hold on, I gotta. Here we go. <laughs> it's it's from the Justice League episode where they go to the alternate reality where they fight the Justice Lords. Yes. 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 And, and um it's Wonder Woman punching the head off of a the robot Superman, Superman robot. And Superman's head goes flying through the air and he goes, "Thanks." thanks. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> And that tweet is by Loyal Space Marine or at a ghost. That, that, was, that was a good one. It was good. That was a good tweet. Uh, now we talk to you guys. Yes. Of course, you can uh, reach us using the hashtag WolfDenLive. If you left a comment on last week's WolfDenLive video on YouTube, we will answer it. And of course, if you are watching us right now, we will get to you when all this is done. Uh, using the hashtag WolfDenLive. We got Muhammad Hader says, "Hey, Will. Hey, why is Hawkeye rich in the Matt Fraction comics? He just walks around with with bags of money with no explanation. Does he mooch off of Kate Bishop? I can answer this because I very much like this comic. Go for it. He has Avengers money. Yes, he he you know he works for the Avengers, so he draws a salary, and you know either they pay very well or he has a very good uh, saving habit. I don't remember him." 
run around with bags of money. No, like. I no, I I wouldn't necessarily say he ran around with bags of money. He just he had a lot of money to like spend on a big entertainment system. Yeah, he or also he, he bought the apartment building. That's another thing. He didn't spend it on himself really. Yeah, he, uh, his apartment was crappy. Yeah, he kept his same apartment from before he was Avenger, but he bought the entire apartment complex because the people who like owned it were crappy and like he like russians were trying to buy up all of the buildings around them so he wanted to and evicting everybody so he wanted to keep all those people in the building Mm -hmm. so he was just a nice guy with his money yeah um and yeah one of the best comics in that run was when he had uh tony stark over to set up his entertainment yes (laughs) um little skeet skeet hey bobby boy what are your top five most anticipated reveals for E3? I guess Will can answer if he wants to as well with a with a with a uh, snarky face. Only joking. Will is Will is the goat. I I am a goat. I I am I am a literal goat person. I'm getting more and more excited for some Death Stranding. Yeah, yeah. I might even stream uh, Metal Gear Solid Five tomorrow because I just went through the whole. Uh, uh, art book yeah. again for reference or mm-hmm. something and uh, I'm, ex- I'm all in let me know if you ever want to stream the twin snake so I can act out all the cutscenes right. <laughs> I'll just mute it um, um, I'm hoping they show Metroid Prime 4 yeah I've, I really do I think this is the year for it absolutely um, i like to you know hopefully more of Spider-Man will be good I hope Microsoft shows something like, because they really don't have an exclusive. Like, yeah. So I, they, I feel like Halo Six or whatever, we're due for another Gears. They're gonna mooch off of Anthem. You think so? And I, I'm scared for Anthem. I think because Bioware, mm-hmm. Bioware, yeah, Bioware, yeah, Bioware is banking off of Anchor, uh, Anthem, mm-hmm. and uh, if it doesn't do well, Bioware is gonna be in a very bad spot. Yes, EA has no problem closing studios that they've bought. Right. Um, anyway, I'm excited for Death Stranding, Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Metroid, sure. Smash Brothers. Yeah. I'm sure there's something that I'm completely forgetting, but, uh, um, oh, oh no, we're not going to get Red Dead at, uh, E3. No, probably not. Yeah. Rockstar doesn't do E3. I mean, they might have something maybe at the Sony booth. Oh, Last of Us. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to see some Last of Us. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they confirmed Last of Us will be there in mm-hmm. some capacity. I'm sure I'm missing something, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, DJ Ellis Nerd Talk. I literally think the same thing. I agree with this video 100%. I hate the when superhero movies do this. Thank you. Uh, that's referencing Will's movie. My video today video. where I get really pissy about superheroes who take their mask off during movies. Which I made a great thumbnail for. You by did. The way, I'd like to say. I like. I that, like that. that was a black and white photo that I colored. By really. The, way. the uh the um the drawing of him yeah. taking his mask off. I like how when I told you about the idea and you're like, I just want to put Spider Man on on the thumbnail. I'm like, well, good because I blame him for all this. I just we need more Spider Man videos. We do. They, they usually do well. I like Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man's good. And he makes for great thumbnails. Yeah. So. All right. Also, a good premise for for a video. yes. Because, for love of God, Captain America, why aren't you wearing your mask during the climax of Age of Ultron? Uh, can you read King Mana Highs? Do you have yes. 
Uh, hey guys, so Will, there are no comic stores where I live. What online stores do you recommend for me? Physical comic shops only. Uh, I live in Saudi Arabia, so the shipping price should be minimum. Uh, I don't know what the shipping price would be from, from this store to you, but I usually, if I want to buy a comic online, um, I would go to mycomicshop.com. Uh, they're based in Texas, but they do, you know, they'll ship single issues and trades and all that uh, to you. I, I'm not actually sure if they do internationally. What about Midtown Comics? Uh, Midtown Comics does, of course. I, I don't know. I use, Midtown Comics, for some reason, is mostly like the current stuff. If I'm like trying to fill in my back catalog, I'll go to mycomicshop.com. Uh, also, eBay is very good for uh, looking for comics and single issues and things like that. So I would say my comic shop, uh, eBay, and Midtown Comics. Andy D, what's Bob's thoughts on Mega Man Collection on the Switch now? I think that's great, and I think if you want to play Mega Man games, you should play it. Just make sure you skip the first game. Yeah, I said that on Twitter, and a lot of people were mad at me. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. People uh, are. But the first game is not a good representation, and not that good. Play two. Start with two. Yeah. If you like two, go back to one, and then be like, oh, I get it now. Why he didn't want yeah. this. Um, I didn't get it because, first of all, I have it on the 3DS and I right. played it already. Um, and I played these games. Well, I played at least one and three. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm not going to get it on the Switch because I have it already, but I'm going to get the Mega Man X collection. I'm much more excited for that. Yeah. I think it comes out in June or something. Something like that. Yeah. We got a while for that to come out, but yeah. more excited for that. Um, and then we got Jaynez, which is the last one. Just finished a ton of homework. Rorting myself with some Wild Den and Mario Odyssey. And then he put a little picture, which I'll show right now. Look at that. Look at that. He's got a laptop and a little switch. And I think that's we're best we're best paired with uh with some Mario yes, Odyssey. I would say. And it looks like he's got an it looks like an NES underneath, but I don't know if it's authentic NES. Tell me what that wait, is. Wait, wait, wait. What? Janet, look in the picture. Yeah. Doesn't that look like an NES? It does. But I don't think that's an actual NES. So, it's not an NES classic. Yeah, no, it's very boxy. Yeah. So I don't think that's what this is, but there are... Have you seen these dust covers? Yes. There's a there's an Etsy store that makes dust covers mm -hmm. for every console. It fits the console perfectly, and yeah. it is an image of the console. Yeah. So you put it over it, and it's still... like You know, it's just a picture of the console over your console. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. And that might be what that is, but I don't know. Where, where's the set? There we go. All right. Uh, okay, so that's it for hashtag Wolf Den Live. Mm -hmm. Now we can go to last week's. Yes. Uh, where are we? Kali Motion. If you're going to ask anyone at a comic store for advice, you'd better do some recon on which kind of comic book store you're going to. I used to work at one that gave great advice, and it was a store that mostly, that mostly about the comics with longtime readers as employees. However, years later, a friend of mine went to another store that was more geared towards movies and said, quote, I really liked Captain America, the first Avenger, and I want to get into comics. They told him to start with Captain America number 25, The Death of Captain America, a storyline that is mostly about every character other than Steve Rogers, most of whom weren't even in that movie and would totally confuse a new reader. Yeah. Uh... That's the problem with a lot of like jumping on points comics is that they'll usually be following a big crossover event 
And if you're coming in from like a movie, it's not you're like you're not going to recognize a lot of the things in there. Um, yeah, in that case, I would have tried to maybe like even Ed Brubaker's like early stuff with Captain America because that's like the start of Winter Soldier, but at least like it, it eases you in. It. I mean, uh, that this seems like a lot of a lot of people are. This is a lot of people's pain point with comics. Is yeah. where the hell do I jump in? Yeah, that's the question. I feel like. We yeah. No, I like. If you ask me, like, you need to get some history on it before you can jump into the current stuff. You know, so in a situation like that, I would have recommended. You know, maybe don't read that yet. Maybe read this instead, and when you're ready, start reading the current stuff. Uh, let's talk about this five dollar super chat from Dylan Pierce, who yes. says, "Hey guys." Just want to say I love your stuff. I'm jealous that you guys do what you love with Wolf Den. Keep up the great content. Love you guys. Thank you. We love you too. You could uh, also do it. Yeah. <laughs> believe in yourself and all that nonsense they tell you. Uh, oh, Jaina says it's a shoebox. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, is it a Vans? Oh, they, that's they right. Might yeah, be a yeah, yeah. Shoebox. Also, check out my freaking socks. Look at these freaking socks. Those are gnarly socks. Level four. Yeah. No. One dash three. Did you see the seg- the Sonic and Puma shoes? Yes, not a fan. Yeah, like the Robotnik ones are kind of cool, but like if I want Sonic shoes, you know the ones I want. Um, Colin <laughs> Westover, thoughts on the Spyro Remaster trilogy? I'm not interested. Don't care. <laughs> uh, we, we're if, not. We weren't PlayStation kids. Yeah, we're original PlayStation kids. So. We have zero nostalgia tied to a spiral. If they give it to me on PS Plus, I'll I'll check it out. But yeah, I otherwise. just I just I'm not interested. At all. Yeah, uh, and plus that era, I'm like not like original 3D platformers is not my like. Yeah, I don't crave that. Mm-hmm. Um, Drifter one two three are the John Wick comics good? They're not bad. Um, there's only two so far. There was a big delay between issue one and two. It was like four months. So, which is very strange. I don't, I don't know what the shipping schedule with that series is. I want a John Wick manga. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. it feels like a. Manga. Yeah, I want a John Wick video game, and not just the club level of Max Payne three, like a real John Wick video game. What about um, Payday? No, I, I would want something where like he he gets unnecessarily close to somebody to shoot him. And then, like, just hit some the we gun. Need, we need more. We need better gun foo games. Yeah, there was Stranglehold was pretty good, which is basically just which Max, Max Payne, but officially licensed by John Woo. Yeah. So, um, I was thinking about that game the other day. Splinter Cell Conviction did a really good mm-hmm. gun foo job. Yeah. Without even being gun foo. Yeah. Hillbilly Dill, it's Evie because your rival gets Evie in yellow. I didn't know that. Oh. See, I don't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, it's interesting. And to summarize the rest of your comments, you guys suck at critiquing Pokemon and pronouncing their names. Just didn't feel like adding in all that negativity to the comments. You, well, Fred, this is Fred who yeah. likes our comments. Uh, feel free to give us negative comments. Yes. Uh, but I also appreciate you yeah. <laughs> summarizing the comments. Uh, um, I did go through the comments last week was the just to see what everyone was saying. Not one person said anything. About my Academy Award nominated performance as Liquid Snake. What the hell is wrong with and you? And I'm people? very mad. I I give my blood, sweat, and tears for you people, and not <laughs> one 
Not one you, that time. means you went through the comments to find somebody talking about no, it. No, I honestly wasn't. I was just like curious to see what people were saying, and I'm like, not one person. I'm very heartbroken. Please, please, please the things oh, okay. I do for you people. <laughs> But yeah, we're not very knowledgeable in Pokemon. No, so, uh, no, I'm, not... very, I'm very much aware. If it if it came out after Red and Blue, no. <laughs> yeah. So, I I those critiques are valid. Yeah. Uh. So now we're in the chat. Yes. Oh, I just have one I wanted to read. Okay. Uh, Indie list streaming games seems like a bad call for us consumers, both for quality and also third parties not going quote. All in for Switch devs. Oh, he's talking about um, the cloud, Resident Evil Cloud. cloud. Yeah, cloud stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just that, like, I understand if a game can't do it, can't be on the Switch otherwise. Yeah, uh, Resident Evil seems like it'd be a massive undertaking to get it on the Switch. Yeah, a lot of people in my comments specifically seem to undermine how much work that is. Yeah, to port it like. It's different for Doom and Wolfenstein because they were already made on an engine that's massively scalable. Right. I don't know the engine Resident Evil's on, but it's Capcom, and they're not... They definitely aren't good with that stuff. Yeah. So, that's a game made for PS4 and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So, I wouldn't expect that to be scalable or as easily scalable. Um, it's a Luigi time. Hey, Bob. I was wondering if you think that Nintendo will release a Switch Pro, like a PS4 Pro type deal. A lot of people are using hashtag WolfdenLive in the chat. That's you don't have to do it. that. That's not how you use hashtag WolfdenLive. Um, uh, I think that it's... I don't think it would be a Pro. I think that... I think if they're ever going to release another version of the Switch, it's going to be the Switch 2. I think if they're going to release another version of the Switch, it's going to be a Switch Lite. And, or... XL and they'll just make the screen bigger. Right. No bezel. But in terms of like pro, which would imply like a faster processor, yeah. bigger hard drive. No. It would just be a switch too. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have an iterative middle yeah. ground. Like I don't think you're gonna get a four K switch. Well, yeah, I, no. Like, you're not gonna get a dock that makes a four K, which yeah. is technically plausible, but Nintendo won't have it. Yeah. So like that's just not gonna happen. Um Above Heaven, do you think that Animal Crossing will be announced at E3 2018? Possible. Yes. Very possible. They've been making it forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't heard anything about it. Oh, you never hear anything about it. Yeah. Games. Very possible we might hear something about Animal Crossing. But uh, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. think it's on. It's not on my radar for sure. Um, I don't know. I'm worried about the the games coming out for the Switch this year. Because I don't, I'm starting to get wishy washy on if Pokemon's going to be this year mm-hmm. or Metroid. Like I don't think, I don't think one of well, those. Well, we know Smash Brothers is. Yes. Okay. But I think that Pokemon or Metroid, I think that they might both be next year. Right. Which would be pretty sad. Yeah. I want Pokemon this year. Uh, Viper three five seven nine is Comicsology still around? I haven't been to that site in years, so I worry they aren't anymore. They are still around. They're owned by Amazon now. They've been for a couple of years. Um, they just like redesigned their mobile site, so it's a lot better to navigate and stuff. But yeah, no, they're still around. They're actually having some really good sales right now on DC Comics and Star Wars Comics. So yeah, uh, that's where I primarily go for my comics now. I'm a digital boy. Zokudu. 
Three years until the next PlayStation. Think that's too long of a generation for the PS4 and Xbox One? I think... I don't think it is for the Xbox. Yeah. Because I think that um, they have a while. They don't care. Uh, Microsoft just... We said this before. Microsoft doesn't care. PlayStation, I think that's a long life cycle for the PlayStation. Yeah. I think they, they need a new console next year. Um... There's another thing I wanted to read here. Uh, Dylan Pierce. Will, what's your favorite Simpsons comic? And if you haven't read it, you should. They're really good and you'll love them. Uh, I've read a couple of them. Uh, I don't know if I have one that I would necessarily call my favorite. Um, the one that always sticks out to me is the Simpsons Futurama crossover crisis, which is pretty good. Um, yeah, I would say it's that one. Skagway85, are you guys ever going to work on getting your item game like Izzy's 99 Vitas, but better? (laughs) Um, That is a lot of money to do that. So, I mean, I would love to make a game, but that is so far off from the uh, scope of what we have possible. Uh, And uh, if we made a game, it would not feature us. Probably not, no. Uh, I'm going to take like one or two more here. Okay. I saw something. Anthony uh, Laughman. Do you think that Switch will release better multiplayer games? Absolutely 100% yes. when they get the Switch online out. Because they're going to need it. Because they're going to want people to pay yeah. for that service. Mm-hmm. So absolutely there's going to be better online stuff. AP Machina. Bob, it's me AP here with a serious question. Can your arm hair deflect sword attacks? <laughs> yes. Next question. <laughs> Uh, for F- Fernando, did you guys? Oh, did you guys play any sports? I thought it was do you guys. And I was gonna be like, look at us. Yeah. Did you play any sports in in uh middle school? I mean, we played sports in elementary school. Did you not play in middle school? No. Why was I forced to play sports in middle school? I don't know. I think because I I was doing theater and you didn't have anything going on with your life. That <laughs> I had a miserable time. What did you play? Wait, no. What did you play in middle school? Hockey and lacrosse. That was middle school? Yeah, pretty sure. I thought that was elementary school. I, I played at least one of those in middle school. Oh. Pretty sure it was. I didn't, because I, I played, you know, your standard, your baseball, your basketball, your soccer, and whatnot. And that was in elementary school. Our father is a jock. So yes. We, had a, we, we got forced to play some sports. Yes. I remember if I, he was a lacrosse ref. Yes. And I was promised if I played lacrosse, he would buy me Pokemon cards. And he Which did. was elementary school. Yes. So lacrosse was elementary school. Yeah. Hockey might have. Hockey leaked. might maybe. I think like sixth grade, I like leaked into mm-hmm. uh, hockey. Yeah. Uh, but I did get my Pokemon cards. There you like go. Two packs. Yeah. Which is so worth it. Uh. Uh. All right. Wildcat on three. Will, where did you get your comic book rack featured in today's video? Uh, Amazon. Um, if you type spinner rack, nothing comes up. You have to type magazine rack specifically. Um, the one I got is a two-column one. You can get the four-column ones, which are a little bit more expensive. But um, yeah, you, sh- you should make an Amazon link for that and put it in every single one of your videos. I should. That's a really good idea. I'm going to do that next week. Uh, so next, so by next week, we're going to put the link in the thing. Um, well, I'm glad to. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, TJ Steakhouse. Will you're a theater kid? This changes everything. He was a theater kid. I was a. Stage crew kid. Yeah. And what a pair we make. Yep. I didn't do anything in uh, 
middle school, right? I wasn't. I wasn't. I don't, a, think, I don't know. I wasn't in theater or no. Yeah. Did I try out for theater? No. In, I don't, in ninth grade? I don't remember. No, I don't know. Anyway, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolf Den Live is every single Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolf Den. If you can't make the show for whatever reason, we always put this up again on Thursday as an archived version for you to watch on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us live, you can do so. We are an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you listen to us on any of those platforms, be sure to subscribe, rate us, and review us because that helps us with, that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Don't forget about twitch.tv slash wolfden. Uh, where I will be playing, I play games on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. I will. You can also subscribe to us for free on Twitch Prime. Don't forget about that. Uh, uh, tomorrow, I usually play Mario Maker, but tomorrow I might play some Metal Gear Solid Five if I feel like it. If I feel like booting that up, yep. booting up the old horse. Um, also on twitchtv Wolf, In a few minutes, I will be drawing the thumbnail for this video. Thank you guys for hanging out. See you later. Goodbye. Bye.